The following is a hoop ball presentation. What up? What up? What up, hoop ballers? Nice to have you. Thank you again for joining us on DFS today. This is your Sunday, November 14th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocon, and we'll be running down this nice seven-game day. Uh, we have that early two-game slate. We're going to stick to the two-gamer, uh, and then we got the main main five-game slate. It's going to be a nice one. Fortunately, I do like some plays on that first early game, and I wish it was part of the main slate because there's some some good ones to be had there. But uh, I think it's going to be a good one regardless. Uh, again, we had seven games here. First one kicked, tips off at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, then we have the latest game of the night at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> uh, we can start. before Actually, before we start, I want to throw out a shout-out to our guys over at Manscaped the number one men's below-the-waist grooming experience. Uh, it is phenomenal. If you haven't gotten your chance to get a perfect package 4.0, you're going to want to do it now. Uh, right in time for the holiday season, everything is there for the grabs. Go look at what is in that perfect package 4.0. It is phenomenal, including the renowned Lawnmower 4.0. New and even more improved than it always has been. Um, but you can, if you go to manscaped.com right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code HOOPBALL20. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping right in time for the holiday season at manscaped.com. All right, let's jump on over to this first two-game slate. The first game on the docket, we have the San Antonio Spurs traveling to the West Coast to take on the Los Angeles Lakers. We have a 223 game total, which would be tied for the second highest of the, of the day. And the Lakers are two and a half point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Trevor Ariza out. Uh, LeBron James, Kendrick Nunn, Austin Reeves all out. We have Sequoy, questionable. Avery Bradley, questionable. Taylor Horton Tucker, ding, 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 debut, probable. And Anthony Davis as probable. On the Spurs, we have Devontae Kaycock, Zach Collins, Jakob Pertl, all out. And Kida Bates Diop, as probable. We'll start with the Spurs. They are the away team in this one. Uh, again, without Pertl, we should see a uh, Devin Eubank start with extra minutes available for Thad Young. Uh, both of them are in play for me. 5-5 five, five for Thad. Again, not a price tag that I'm super concerned with, even though he hasn't reached 30 minutes, uh, even without Pirtle. Um, still a price tag he can beat, and a price tag he's been playing solid behind. He only played three minutes in this the game, uh, the team's first meeting against the Lakers, four-point loss, and he's, he put up almost three fantasy points, so uh, can't really read much into that, but he's been consistently outside of the last game, the four before that, anywhere from 27 to 37 fantasy points, uh, which is value, over value there, so Think again, Thaddeus Young, mid-tier minutes, uh, mid-tier price tag, solid. Same with Drew Eubanks. He's getting, they're pretty much splitting the center minutes right down the middle. Uh, and he's 
in the last three games, 37 was his highest, 26 and a half was his lowest. So he is bringing back value here too at just uh, at $900 cheaper. Uh, Murray, this is a great, great matchup for Murray. He he put up a whopping 71 points against this team in, the, in their loan meeting. A 21.15 assist, 12 rebound, two block, two steal, monster triple-double. Um, yes, I will have some DeJounte Murray in this one. He's just... That game was awesome. I can't expect another monster triple-double like that, but this is a matchup that he can certainly take advantage of. Um, and I really like it there. Derek White at only 5'7 is a solid price tag. I know he's been slumping. He only shot 3 of 10 in the team's first meeting as well, but uh, he's been slumping out of his mind. This is a nice bounce back for him here um, with the hurt Lakers squad giving up a ton of points. Um, and then we know the Spurs play fast, and, and the Lakers are trying to as well. So, um I mean, the Lakers play fast as well. So I like all those guys here. Devin Vassell, another guy we can look at, 4,400. Cheap price tag. I think his upside is higher than Eubanks, but his uh, floor is is slightly lower, depending. Um, We know that the Lakers like to play big a lot. So we could see Eubanks and Thad Young possibly playing in a lineup with each other at the same time um, for a good stretch of minutes. But that's pretty much it. I think we can look at... Those three guards, those two big guys, on um, really like it with Murray leading the pack. Um, Thad and Young, Thad and uh, Eubanks, solid, and, and White and Vassal for their cheaper price tags. You can take chances on them. Um, on the other side of the ball, Anthony Davis is a matchup that he can crush with, especially with no Jakob Pertl. He also put up uh, a monster game in the, in the team's loan meeting, seventy point eight fantasy points, uh, and now there's no Pertl in the center. And center spot. We might see Davis get the get the nod at the five again, um, and that just even boosts him even more. So ten four. I absolutely love him in this matchup. Uh, again, we know there's no LeBron James, so uh, he will definitely take advantage. Um, Russell Westbrook put up sixty four points in that, in that first meeting, so not to be outdone by anybody. I will take a an extra chance on uh, AD. I just like it more, and I know I can get uh, Murray on the other side a little bit cheaper, about two thousand dollars cheaper. Uh, at my point guard spot, but uh, Westbrook's also in a very good spot. This is a game that I, I'm, I'm going to attack uh, um, a lot. Um, Mello, we know what he can do at 5-3. I, I think I like the other options on the other side of the ball, a little bit safer around that that price tag. But there's one guy he's making his return. I said it a little bit earlier. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker at only 3K, bare minimum. He It was a thumb surgery, thumb surgery. So I can't expect his... Um, conditioning to be way off. I mean, he could still can, he doesn't, it's not like a lower leg injury where he needs to work back his conditioning because he wasn't running or anything. Uh, thumb injury, he still should be in very good shape here, be able to handle a bunch of minutes. Uh, we already know Austin Reeves is out, so that's some minutes available there. We know none is out. Um, Avery Bradley is questionable. If Avery Bradley misses, I mean, he might just get thrown right into the fire right off the bat, starting spot. Uh, and we know he was in contention for a starting spot before the year started. Um, and he's definitely going to be in the rotation. How many minutes he plays? Not 100% sure, but if Avery Bradley doesn't play, that opens up a lot of extra minutes for him. Um, we know the first game Avery Bradley played, he played two minutes, then 17, and then he has no less than 23 minutes since then. I think Taylor Horton Tucker doesn't need that small of a ramp up, and uh, he would start with at least 20 minutes in this game. Again, Avery Bradley out. Uh, we can see him hitting 30, and at 3K, I'm going to be all over him in that situation. Uh, even with Avery Bradley, 
I still really like him in this one. Amongst all those people, all their other guards like Ellington, Bradley himself, uh, Bazemore. I think he's he's my favorite play there. And I will take a look at uh, Malik Monk because he's three three out of four of his last games, double-digit shots. Uh, came down to earth in the last one, but that's a lot. That's what you can like here in a fast-paced matchup. Um, I will rather have Horton Tucker, but I don't mind looking at Monk as well. All right, we'll go on to the next game. We have the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta, a battle of the conference finals last year. Uh, on the spread, we have a 219 game total, and the Hawks are one-point home favorites. Uh, on the injury report, we have DeAndre Hunter, Onyeki Okungwu out, and Bogdan Bogdanovich questionable. On the Bucks, we have DiVincenzo, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton all out. George Hill probable, and Giannis probable. Obviously, Giannis was probable heading into the last game, and then he was surprisingly ruled out. So um, while I think he will play, it is certainly something that we have to keep an eye on, Um, and especially when he is a $1,200 price tag. Uh, If he is sort of banged up, which I know it was already his knee, and then this was the ankle problem, um, it's tough to justify throwing him in there, especially when we just talked about a couple people expensively on the Lakers and Murray at 89 uh, to throw him at 12 in a, in a two game slate though. I do think we have a lot of value here. So uh, you can still put him in there and still uh, feel good and comfortable about your lineups. That said, Drew holiday, if, if Giannis does miss Drew holiday, Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen, just play him. Uh, don't have to think twice about it. Just play him. Uh, if Giannis does play, I still really like all three of those guys. I think they're all in play for me. Uh, Bobby Portis finally is getting the mid-six tiers, uh, a little higher than it was when he was just lock and loaded. But that's still a good price tag for him. Uh, we, again, no Bobby Port- or no Brooke Lopez, so he's going to play a lot of minutes. He's going to feed on the usage inside. Um, and with Giannis there, it takes a, a little bit of the pro- – obviously he doesn't get as much of usage, but uh, it takes a little bit of pressure off of him. Uh, he'll get more open looks more defensive attention to Giannis. So I like Bobby Portis in that pairing. I uh, still should play 30 plus minutes. Uh, Drew Holiday, same thing, 6,900. Starting to creep up. He finally had uh, that big, big game we've been waiting for, 50 plus points in the last one, 17-13-6 uh, game. That was without Giannis. That was in 41 minutes. He did take 25 shots. He only hit six of them, though. So if he even had a halfway decent shooting game instead of 24% shooting and one of 12 from three, uh, he could have easily surpassed 60 points there. I think that's a solid value for a mid-tier. Uh, if you want to, instead of lo- locking and loading all the super high-priced guys, you can get uh, Drew Holiday there and uh, get your, your money's worth there. And Grayson Allen, the dude is just taking a lot of shots. Uh, and the majority of these shots every single game have come from three. Um, he's just been really solid averaging 27 fantasy points per game in the last uh five games 32.6 he's only 5400 he's bringing back value in on average basis and his upside is even more um especially in an atlanta team that's not been playing as great as we thought they would uh their defense has been a little down um trey young's been playing great but everybody else not so much uh it's been been a, a different story from their run last year but Grayson Allen at 5400 just the guy's been really really good uh, and he's doing a lot 
he's pitching in elsewhere other than just all these gunning threes uh, that he's making it worthwhile. And at 5,400, we can still look his way. Uh, on the other side of the ball, we know DeAndre Hunter's out. Bogdanovich's uh, availability here is, is kind of big. If he doesn't play, that's two guys on the wings that start out. Uh, we could see another, not Kevin Herter starting. Uh, Cam Reddish gets a bunch more minutes. Danilo Gallinari plays a little bit more. Uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe Solomon Hill starts again, which ugh, don't want to see that. But um, I guess you can throw him in there if if you want to be a little different than uh, Horton Tucker. But I wouldn't want to. But mainly the the Herder. Uh, if Herder's going to start and play thirty plus minutes again at thirty eight hundred, I mean, even in an off game on on last game where he only took six shots in in thirty minutes, um, twelve near, under thirteen fantasy points. I mean, he's still going to take that chance there. Before that, he shot. He took 18 shots and brought back 42 in 39 minutes. Um, no Bogdanovich. That means he's going to get a ton of run there. Uh, Cam Reddish again at only 3,300. I just mentioned him. I prefer those two much more than Gallinari. Um, he might not see the 30 minutes, but he's a guy you can take a chance on. There's there's just a lot of cheap value here to like. Um, Capella is a guy that I can look at here uh, at 7K. He had um, hasn't been playing the greatest lately. He's only averaging 30 fantasy points a game, uh, 10 points, 11 boards, a block, pretty much nothing else. Um, but there's not going to be a Brook Lopez. The matchup gets a little bit easier here. Uh, so he can be a guy you can look at uh, if you want consistent value there at, at that 7K price range. I would prefer Anthony Davis in my center spot. Obviously, it's a, it's a big spend-up, but... Um, that's where I'd like to go if if can. And Trey Young, he's been playing pretty well, but I think we have a lot more solid. I'd rather just either pay up for Westbrook or pay down for Murray. I don't really want to go in the middle with Trey Young here. I'm looking mainly at the Herder and Reddish and hoping Bogdanovich is out. Bogdanovich is healthy and ready to play 30 minutes. 5100 is not a bad price tag for him. Um, again, Hunter is out, so there are more minutes to go around. There is an extra spot open. I can't imagine Solomon Hill, if Bogdanovich plays, starts over Herder or Reddish, but uh seen crazier things with this, this Hawks lineup. And that's pretty much it where I'm staying there. Uh, I think in the first game has a lot of value. Second game, there's there's some value there, uh, a little bit pricier, but uh, I'm going to find a lot of my value in that first game and then see what happens with the Bogdanovich calling after. All right, hopping on over to the main slate with the first Game tipping off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have three at 7, one at 8, and one late one at 9.30. First game of the of this slate is the Golden State Warriors. Scorching Golden State Warriors traveling cross-country to take on the Charlotte Hornets. We have a 224 game total, which is the highest of the day, including the first two games we went through. Uh, and the Warriors are four-point road favorites. And um, the injury report, we have ourselves... Uh, Damian Lee is questionable. Clay and Wiseman both out. P.J. Washington out um, for the Hornets. <clears throat> let's start with the Hornets here. I mean, let's start with the uh, the Warriors. They are the away team. Uh, Chef Curry, 11-4. He is the second highest priced guy on the slate. Pretty much neck and neck with Jokic here. Uh, he's been on fire. We know this. And this is a matchup that he can definitely exploit. Uh, you know he's going to go against the younger ball brother. He 
did really well against them last time. 42 points in 35 minutes. Uh, wouldn't have brought back value there, but he shot pretty decent. Not not the greatest. He was 3 for 11 from 3, but 6 of 15 overall is not the worst, especially when it comes with 9 assists and 8 rebounds. Um, and now he's on fire. The last four games, he's shot no lower than 50% from the field. Um, if he's going to continue that into a matchup with one of the team's just feet bleeding points, uh, that's a game we can, uh, a, a guy we can look at. Uh, I can never just fully cross off Steph, especially in this type of environment. Um, if we don't want to go him, we can still get exposure to this game, uh, definitely, in, in the form of Draymond Green, in the form of uh, Andrew Wiggins, who had himself a nice one uh, in the last in the last couple 35 points two games ago and 15 and seven after that um in in the first meeting against charlotte he put up 26 and a half fantasy points not quite value but um we know he, he's capable of more and, and he hit that that mark there but probably go jordan pool a little bit over uh wiggins because he's been more consistent this year and we know he's not afraid to shoot um that first game against charlotte he put up 47 fantasy points, 31 actual points, uh, four steals there. So we know he can do that. We know what he's capable of. A couple hundred dollars cheaper. Uh, Draymond Green is always a threat for a triple-double. And the last game, he played against these guys. He had 10 rebounds, 8 assists. I only took 5 shots. He only scored 5 total points. But still brought back 30 fantasy points on only 5 shots. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> uh, pretty much par of the course for Dre. He's not taking a ton of shots, but that's still... Rock solid value there if you want to go there. Uh, I do prefer both Dre and Poole over Wiggins, but um, I don't want to fully cross him out of that player pool either. Uh, Kevon Looney, he's been playing a little bit better now. The last couple games, he reached, he over or surpassed 20 points in the last two games, or 20 minutes in the last two games. Um, getting closer to, to hitting value, I don't think you have to go there, but just a name to consider if you wanted to. And uh, Bielitsa, um, probably not digging too deep on this team like a Bielitsa or uh, possibly Gary Payton if you need it, um, Otto Porter Jr. I'm going to leave most of these guys alone, but there are some extra minutes if Damian Lee doesn't doesn't play open for uh, Payton and, and and Porter, just to keep that in mind. Um, I, I'm going to stick to like the pools, the greens, and if I don't get Curry, but there will be extra minutes available in the event that Damian Lee doesn't play. All right, jumping on over to the other side of the ball. Uh, we see LaMelo over the 10K mark. Uh, he didn't have himself a great game in this first matchup. He had 14, 5, and 8 um, on 5 of 14 shooting. He's still 38 fantasy points, not bad. Probably won't go to him. I won't go much to the Hornets side of the ball, even though they are been they have been really good uh it, the warriors are just their defense is smothering uh we know miles bridges put up nearly 56 fantasy 57 fantasy points against them uh, and now he's a couple hundred dollars cheaper that is the one guy that i'm i am considering highly at seven eight uh he we saw him in the mid eight eights not too long ago uh which was getting up there um so i don't mind looking at him Gordon Hayward, same thing. He had himself a pretty good game in this first one, almost 44 fantasy points. I would prefer Miles Bridges. I didn't think I'd say this before the year, but only a $600 difference. I would prefer to go to Miles Bridges here, but if you have to go Hayward for the for the discount, that's not a terrible option as well. Um, 
And Kelly Oubre had himself a big game. That's another guy that I would look at. Kelly Oubre had himself a big game the other night, uh, 37 actual points. I followed that up with a 4 of 13 shooting. But this is a team that he played for last year, and he couldn't. He could not find himself. He had a very horrid start to the season. Um, he only played 13 minutes in the first game against the Warriors, the only game against the Warriors, 0-4 shooting. But he's only 4,300 now. It's just not a tough pill to swallow if he doesn't have a breakup game, a breakout game. Um, and our revenge narrative is always something that we like. PJ Washington is out for this one. Uh, Miles Plumley didn't play a ton in that first matchup. They like to use Draymond at center a lot, as we know. Uh, so we might see some small ball lineups with Kelly Oubre matching him at center again. And Miles Bridges, Gordon Hayward, Rozier, LaMelo Ball, lineups like that. Uh, and that works in Oubre, Oubre's favor. And at 4,300, I will take some chances on him. All right, jumping on over to the next game, we have Phoenix at Houston. Uh, we have a 223 game total, and the Suns are nine-point road favorites. Uh, we have no one on the Rockets. And on the Suns, we have Dario Saric out, Abdel Nader questionable, DeAndre Ayton doubtful, uh, and I think every bit of doubtful. Uh, they don't really need him in this matchup to to win this game. Um, we'll start with the Suns. They are the away team. Without Ayton, Frank Kaminsky and Javal McGee become a little bit more enticing. They're going to split this uh, these minutes right down the middle. Uh, I think they'll play more Kaminsky. McGee is... Uh, he hasn't played. He's only played one game <laughs> above in the minutes in the twenties, uh, even without Aiton. And they really don't need to rush him in here in a matchup like this. He played seventeen uh, the first time these guys met. Shot four of eight from the field, but they don't really need to throw him in the fire in a game that is likely to not be that competitive uh, for <laughs> to to be to be nice about it. Um, Devin Booker had himself a monster game in this one in the first one, meeting with these guys, 51 fantasy points. Uh, Chris Ball had himself a rock solid game as well. 48 fantasy points. I'll lean towards Chris Paul in this one again. Uh, the Rockets just play at a super fast pace, and they're not the greatest defense and or team. Uh, so I don't mind going against with either of these guys. I'll take the three hundred dollar discount uh, for for CP3 though. And I prefer Kaminsky over McGee, if I didn't make that clear. Um, Michael Bridges at 5K is a solid mid-tier guy in this one. He uh, he dropped 16 actual points in, in the, the meeting against these guys on 7-11 shooting. Didn't do much of anything else. But he usually chips in a lot more than, than that. Uh, has been playing the greatest to start the year uh, in terms of fantasy production and DFS production. But... Um, we know he's a little bit capable of more, and, and this matchup can prove it. And it's not a big price tag. Um, I do. Prefer, I would go the uh, $700 cheaper in Ubre and the other one, who I don't think is going to have much exposure, and take that chance on that, uh, though. And uh, last guy I would look at is uh, Campaign. Uh, guy's been playing really well, only 3500 <clears throat> Didn't play against these guys in the last one, but I can see this game getting out of hand a little bit. And... Uh, this is a game where he could play 25 minutes or so uh, and really crush that $3,500 price tag there, uh, which is nothing. All right, jumping on over to the other side of the ball. Um, you're going against one of the fastest teams and one of the worst defenses to one of the best teams and a little bit of slower of a pace. <clears throat> um, don't want too much exposure on 
on this side of the ball. Christian Wood had himself a really good first game, uh, 18 and 15 and 5, but 8,600, I might not jump up there. Though he's he's in my player pool, I'm just not going to have a ton of exposure to him um, in a myriad of lineups there. Um, Outside of that, there's really not too invested in in most of the guys. We're going to see Tyson and Sengen uh, split the minutes there. We're going to see Gordon and Jalen Green probably struggle a little bit with their shots in this one in particular. Um, Jalen in the first matchup against Phoenix shot 3 of 14. Still brought back 24 fantasy points, which is near value. Uh, But I I expect him to struggle again. This defense is just really good. Uh, Probably, again, not going to have so much exposure. Uh, Though there's a lot of garbage time points hypothetically that could that could come around uh, if this game does get out of hand we could see uh green and and Sengen get some run at the end of the game and get some extra uh fantasy points there but uh, i'm gonna keep christian wood in my lineup and, and for the most part uh gonna leave leave phoenix's defense alone even though Aiton out is a nice advantage for guys um that helps wood the most in my opinion but uh, his price tag's a little higher than you'd want it to be <clears throat> on a slate, on this slate. Uh, but yeah, I'll jump on over to the next game. We have the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder in Oklahoma City. Um, we have a 212 game total, which is the lowest of the slate, the day, I should say, uh, and a 9.5 point Nets road favorite um, spread there. On the injury report, we have the Nets have Nick Claxton as out, Kyrie Irving, Paul Millsap also joining him out, um, and the Thunder have nobody on the roster that is currently out. Uh, we'll start with the Nets. Uh, James Harden, Kevin Durant, obviously super expensive. Uh, the Thunder just are playing a lot better than we anybody would have thought, uh, just like they did last year when they were healthy and the year before that when they made made the playoffs with Chris Paul leading the charge. Um, before I should say last year, before they, when they actually wanted to win games instead of uh, just fully tanking, whether it was before game or mid game. But um, the Nets, that that price tag for Harden and Durant, obviously they can they can both beat this. Uh, they're going against a team that will allow them to beat this, but will it stay competitive long enough to where they are going to play them? long enough um that is the the big question here and a question that we'll need to know i mean on tuesday the nets are taking on they're, they're traveling home back home after this one and they're taking on the warriors on tuesday uh so are they going to if this game starts slipping away from the thunder are they going to really run kd or uh harden out there for 35 plus minutes when they know that the Warriors are traveling to, to Brooklyn in a day and a half. Um, I, I can't fully anticipate that, so I'm going to have less exposure than normal. Uh, though, with that said, depending on how many lineups I play, I'll still have some exposure to them because they are fantastic, as we know. Now, with that said, Joe Harris, LaMarcus Aldridge, those are guys that I, I can look at. Uh, don't think less so Aldridge, even though there's no Millsap, no Claxton. Um, 4,300, just very cheap for him. And I think even in the limited minutes, he's been showing that he can play there. Um, 
Bruce Brown, another guy who should be playing a, a decent amount of minutes, even with uh, the blowout scenario, and maybe more so with the blowout potential blowout. Um, and I'll be looking at him a little bit at 4,100. I do prefer Aldridge. I just think he's his permanent stats have been fantastic, and uh, this is another opportunity they can take the with the ever-changing center rotation of uh, the Thunder, uh, pretty much starting every, a new center every other game or so. Um, and th- that's where I'd look. Joe Harris could get a bunch of open looks in this one at 4,500. Uh, those those couple guys there, even Blake Griffin, but uh, more so the other three, very solid price tags, not not too intimidating. Uh, Aldridge has the highest per minute upside, but he might get the least minutes of the three, uh, but I will take some shots at him more so. And then I'll jump on over to the Thunder side of the ball. Nets have been playing pretty much Nets basketball without Kyrie after the first. They got a couple, a week or so under their belt, and then they turned it on here. Um, I don't know who's going to start at center. James Robinson Earl had uh, 14 rebounds in the last one. Only scored two points, but he showed himself fairly well in that last one. But I don't know if he's even going to start in this one. They have Derek Favors, Mike Muscala. Uh, a lot of these guys keep switching on and off on who's going to start on a day. We know those top four guys price wise are going to start after that. Not a hundred percent sure. Uh, Lou Dort been playing pretty well lately. Back to back games of 36 plus fantasy points. He's going to see a lot of James Harden and he's going to see some Kevin Durant in this one as well. I think his main focus will be on the defensive end. uh, So I'm probably going to shy away from him. Uh, Baisley been playing pretty, pretty well. 40, 5,100, not too into that, though. Um, I think Josh Giddy is the one guy I would I would target here, but I'm not in love love with the like going there <clears throat> for that price tag. 6,400 is a tough matchup here. Um, again, even even without Kyrie, one of the better defend, uh, guard defenders in the league. Um, I like Josh Giddy's potential, though, and I think even in, in a blowout scenario, if we see that happen, uh, he should be playing minutes and getting that this run under his belt against a, a top-level team. So I like him here. Uh, everyone else, it's it's tough. I, I, I don't know exactly what the rotation is from night to night. Uh, for the most part, we do, but that ever-changing front court um, and the potential for a blowout, we might see Dort and Baisley and Shai uh, get a little extra or less minutes than than normal here. Uh, so I'll, I'll go after Giddy at 6,400, but I'm not super comfortable with uh, most of this squad. And I'll jump on over to the next game of the night. First game that's not at 7. This one starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Portland Trailblazers <clears throat> taking on the Denver Nuggets. We have a 217 game total. The Nuggets are four-point home favorites. <clears throat> um, on the Blazers, we have Damian Lillard as out. And we have... On the Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr., and Vlatko Kankar, and Jamal Murray all out. I'll start with the Blazers. And the big news of the day, Damian Lillard is out with that abdominal injury he's been playing through. Um, we can go straight and look at C.J. McCollum, Norman Powell, uh, Anthony Simons for very cheap. He's probably going to draw the start in this one. <clears throat> Those first two guys are going to get a ton of usage. Anytime Dame misses, we know it funnels to McCollum. And since Powell's been there, anytime Dame misses, funnels to him as well. Uh, Powell's coming off two of three games, and three of five of his last games have been over 31 fantasy points. Uh, so I think very, very solid value to be had there. Even though the Nuggets are one of the best defensive teams in the league right now, um, I think Powell, McCollum, 
are well worth their price tag. And Powell at only 5,300. I've been mentioning a couple people around that price range already. The usage that he's going to have is going to surpass all of those guys uh, in that 5K range. While a tough defensive matchup, really like him here. Um, and we know when Nurkic is going to have extra shots and, and usage to go around here, probably have some more playmaking responsibilities as he's one of the better passing big men in the league. Uh, and this is a revenge game. He did play for Denver. He was playing alongside of Jokic. Or I wouldn't say alongside of, but uh, they were in that same center rotation at one point. Um, I don't want to really go at him at 6-7. I think McCollum, Powell, and Anthony Simon, Simons are my three top dogs in this in this matchup here. Um, and we might see Nasir Little. There is a potential chance for McCollum to draw the start at point. Powell to move to shooting guard. Nasir Little to draw that start. Uh, that's something that I'll keep an eye on as well, because if he's going to play 30-plus minutes, uh, this guy's pretty good. Uh, he, he His game is very friendly. He does a lot of different things, uh, especially on the defensive end. Um, and he can grab rebounds. Uh, you can score the ball a little bit. At 3,900, I will give him a look as well. I, and I'm interested to see exactly how this lineup shakes out. I'm assuming Simons or Simons is going to draw that start at point guard, but Nasir Little is going to play a lot more in that in a lineup that I similar to what I just mentioned as well. Uh, so I'm very interested in that. And uh, almost forgot him, but I will have him, and I will take some shots at him, and then I'll see exactly what they say pregame on where the lineup's going to shake out. But I think either way, he's going to get a lot of the uh, Damian Lillard leftover minutes there. On the other side of the ball, Jokic obviously is the highest priced guy on the slate. Um, and for good reason. He Three of his last four games, he's had at least 60 fantasy points. Uh, 54 in all in the last four. He's just been awesome. Awesome, awesome. And we know that. Uh, can't really say anything bad about him. The matchup is fantastic for him. Uh, again, no Damian Lillard. I think they'll keep it somewhat competitive, but 11-6, you're, you're getting what you pay for with Jokic. I think we could we can move on there. Um, Will Barton, no Michael Porter Jr. He's the number two option on this team. Um, number one when Jokic missed that game, but 6,800 is not a bad price tag for him. That's a very solid price tag, and this is a very solid matchup. Uh, <clears throat> if I have to choose between him and McCollum, who's about 800 more, I'm going to go McCollum because he's now the alpha on that squad. Um, but Will Barton's been playing fantastic to start this year. And and again, that's a, a very good price tag. Um, Monte Morris, 4,500. I mean, the upside isn't great, but he can definitely beat that price tag. Uh, two of the last four games, he's been, he's averaged or he's scored points in the teens in fantasy points. But outside of that, uh, this entire month, he's been, he hit that even in the end of last month, he's been hitting that and beating that price tag. So uh, cheap value there, not huge upside, maybe 35 point top hop high upside. Uh, but he can definitely beat that. And it's, it's only 4,500 a guy that you can fit into your lineup and not really have to worry there. Uh, Bones Highland, 3,400 guy. You can take a chance on played 20 minutes, over 20 minutes back-to-back in the last two and brought back at least 22 fantasy points. Uh, this guy can play. This kid is good. Uh, I can see another double-digit scoring point game, especially if it if they start uh, the Blazers game without Lillard. Um, and then you have he pitches and rebounds. will get a handful of assists as well. Uh, 
3400 is nothing and he could he could top 20 fantasy points in this one another guy that you can take a chance on that's very very cheap all right on to the last game of the night we have the chicago bulls traveling to los angeles to take on the red hot clippers uh, we have a 221 game total and the clippers are six point home favorites clippers did play last night but they blew the Timberwolves out, and nobody really exerted themselves uh, too much to where anyone should be tired for this one. Um, on the injury report, we have uh, for the Bulls, uh, Zach Levine will play, Nikola Vucevic is out, Patrick Williams is out, and Kobe White is doubtful. Clippers don't have an injury report as of yet because, again, they played last night, but we know Kawhi Leonard is out, um, Marcus Morris Senior is likely out. That could change. He's played two games to start the year, but um, he is likely out again for this one. And that is it. But we'll keep an eye on uh, Morris as well. We'll start with Chicago since they're the away team. Uh, They didn't play great without Vooch that that game. Uh, So we will see what exactly happens here. But it was also against the last one was against the Warriors. So... uh, Take that one with a grain of salt also. Cool. But um, Clippers have been one of the best defensive teams in the league right now. And it is amazing without Ibaka and Kawhi Leonard and Marcus Morris pretty much for the entire year how seamlessly this defense has just stepped up and been as awesome as they have been. It's, it's incredible. Um, a lot of credit goes to them. Um and, and Ty Lue and that coaching staff and the players, it's just been fantastic. Uh, that said, we got to find some people on Chicago that we like. Uh, Zach Levine's going to be the alpha 8-2. Don't know if I necessarily want to go to him there, though. Again, this Clippers defense has been awesome. So I'm looking more at a value here. I think Alex Caruso is a solid value at 4K. Guys leading the league in steals. Uh, we know the minutes are getting extra because they're playing a little bit more of really small ball lineups and uh, Donovan mentioned that too, Coach Donovan, that he doesn't mind going to more um, Javante Green or Derek Jones Jr. as a small ball, really small ball center here. Um, that said, Tony Bradley, Elise Johnson should get minutes in this one. Uh, I like Elise Johnson more in a per per minute production wise. Uh, we've seen the last two games where he played 31 total minutes. He has 14 rebounds, 11 points. Uh, we know his per minute upside. The guy has 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 had blow up games in the past uh, and if you can see 23 minutes in this one we can see a potential double double in this uh, even against this awesome Clippers team they do give up a, a good amount of rebounds um, and Elise Johnson has a penchant for getting offensive rebounds he has seven in his last two in those two games in 31 minutes so um, 3300 is a is a chance that I'll take for him and there's a chance that he even starts in this one I don't think so but um I'll take some chances on him, but knowing that Javante Green and Dave, uh, Derek Jones Jr. might get minutes at center, that does put a little damper on that that play there. But um, it also helps those two guys to jump into the player pool at bare minimum value, pretty much. Um, I'll take more chances at Derek Jones Jr. because I know that he can get defensive numbers and he rebounds pretty well for his his uh, size. But Javante Green is the better scorer, um, though. Again. I'm going to take chances at Elise Johnson and, and Derek Jones Jr. the most on this squad and uh, letting the Clippers do what they do. 
All right, jumping on over to the Clippers side of the ball. We have a, a Paul George at 10-5, just been playing uh, really well. He only put up 39, um, 39 fantasy points in the last game. He has 47 or under 48 fantasy points in the last five games, so he hasn't even brought back value. Uh, but all of those are wins, some of them big wins, some of them smaller wins, uh, three of them big wins. I'm probably not going to have a ton of Paul George here. Though it's a solid matchup. Uh, Reggie Jackson went off last night. He had 18 points at half. He only finished with 21 because they just blew the Wolves out. And again, didn't have to exert anybody. Um, I'm probably not going to go him here either. Um, where I'm looking at is Batum and, and Zubats and uh, Eric Gordon, Terrence Mann. I think those are solid price tags here. Even Luke Kennard. Uh, just the the value on this game again. The Bulls are also really really solid on defense, though they're missing Vooch, who's a key cog on both offense and defense. I think there is some value to be had here. Um, if the Bulls play smaller, as they were mentioned, the Clippers have uh, the bodies to match up with small. Batum can play center if if Derek Jones Jr. or Javante Green is there. Uh, Terrence Mann can even play center in, in against those super small lineups, but Zubak will have a nice field day there. Um, I think uh, Zubak at five is teetering on my player pool because he's been playing pretty well lately, but Batum and Bledsoe and Mann are in very solid standing uh, here for me, especially if Marcus Morris is out. That's something that we'll, we'll keep an eye on. If he plays, that takes a little bit of Batum's love out there. That takes uh, more of Zubak's minutes out there. Um, and everybody else will jump up like Batum will still play probably get more small forward minutes take some from man and, and canard uh, but we'll see but um bledsoe and man are, are pretty solid here regardless i think and that's a pretty cheap value here to be had i won't have a ton of exposure to this game i think that we have better games but those are guys that i'll just take some chances on here all right thank you guys for joining us today um and before we go i guess we can do the the um player pools my favorite spend up of the day and i won't go to the top because the top is just super easy um i'll say chris paul against houston we know his beef with houston 8700 uh not a hefty price tag i mean i could just say curry or Jokic, but i'm just gonna skip the the top the top tier of these guys and say I, I like Chris Paul here at 8,700. Uh, very cheap. In the first game, I'll say Anthony Davis or in the first slate. Uh, <clears throat> over there, mid-tier play in this main slate, um, CJ McCollum. We know that there's not going to be Damian Lillard, 7,600. Feels a little bit cheap for him. Um, and even um, Norman Powell at 5K. Those two guys are, are well have of a lot of our five three uh, but cj mccollum is going to be a lot a bit chalkier than norman powell so I, I like norman as the especially as a pivot but uh just makes a lot of sense there and my favorite cheap play on the slate uh let's go all the way where are we going my favorite cheap play of the slate uh where is he uh oh five two i thought kaminsky was cheaper um all right, I will slow it down. Um, Kelly Oubre Jr., 4,300. Coming off a very big game not too long ago, I think we could see another one. Um, the Warriors tend to play Draymond a lot at center, play a little bit smaller, even Bielitsa at center. 
Kelly Oubre could fit in, take some minutes where P.J. Washington normally would. Uh, they could play center here. It's a revenge game, team he played terrible for. Uh, and he's coming off a game two games ago where he just exploded. Uh, so I like Kelly Oubre and taking chances here. And I think he's going to be very, very uh, low-owned here. So it helps me out in tournaments especially. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you again tomorrow. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.